And here we are again. That's right. Whatever Buddy Wednesday is back. Ryan and Johnny are going to touch on some cool topics this week, like road rage. They seem to think people have lost their minds during this pandemic. And beefs. Not like a ribeye, but like people beef. So as we like to say, stand up, grab a Sam Adams, some jerky, you jerk, that side of angry sauce, and let's get down to it. So with no further ado, Ryan and Johnny. Your, uh, I like your colorful finger again. You look like fruit. Thanks. It's a double. It's a double. It's a. I okay, dude. Like we can talk about it. Um, I fucking rip my finger, the same finger in the same effing place every time, which will explain why I got. Um, yeah, yeah. But what? Let me, let me, let me give you an example. Oh, jeez. Here we go. So, Thought you were gonna weigh on the drums. No, so, I wouldn't um, do that to you. I wouldn't <laughs> do that to you, Johnny Udell, Mercury Riots model, of course. Customized, um, available in the merch customized. store. Yeah, um, I think this is a warp stick. It's funny. Um, this is my left hand, obviously. And if you notice, I've got two band aids. I got an orange and a green. And usually, I'll just have one on this finger and one on that finger. But there's two here because I got a rip in the lower part of this pinky, and I got a rip in the upper part of this pinky. And what yeah. happens? Mm-hmm. And it's on my snare drum hand. So it's not even like yeah. my most used hand. But I think what's right. happening, because I'll feel when it happens, dude. Following you. I'll do a rim shot on the snare drum. Right. And I think this... Explain to the people what that is. Yeah, yeah. A rim shot is when I hit the, the, the snare drum in the center of the head and the rim at the same time to make it a loud, loud sound that every bandmate has complained about. It's very, no very loud. No questions about that. Um, but because this is my, my grip... It's 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 loose. We're, we we do the the fulcrum, you know. Yep. You'll be able to see Drum your finger lessons, right there. Yeah. Um, so these two fingers do all the work. So it bounces off of this pinky. Uh-huh. So when I right. hit the snare, sometimes it'll just fucking hit so hard and bounce off of my finger, and I'll feel the rip happen. And I'll, I felt it yesterday when I when this happened. Next time you tell that story, here's what you do: yeah. say uh, the the stick hit my finger and my finger cut open. Yeah, but, you know, that's not true. So your finger didn't hit the actual rim. It was like the stick bouncing off of the drum onto your finger. No, yeah, it, it, it was the stick bouncing off. That I think it's the vibration of the stick. Do you ever crank your finger between the rim Dude, and your stick? Look at look at my knuckles. There's fucking scars all over my knuckles. So it has it now, Look at... Dude, look that at this right here. This this cut right there was for uh, grabbing it. We were playing Lagrange on the last tour. That was like the cover of choice for that for uh, that tour. And yeah. uh, the bant bant part, um, I grabbed oh, the grabbing cymbal, the cymbal, and it got caught in between my fucking fingers. And this thing happened on the first show of the last tour, and it was just yeah. a thorn in my side all day or the whole tour because there's no way to get the band-aids to stick. So it had gotten to a point where I put a butterfly here, a butterfly <laughs> here, and then two of these single ones around each butterfly on each side so it would stay in place. And you know what? It still wouldn't fucking stay in place. Do you want to know the dumbest thing that I've ever done ever in my life, the dumbest thing I've ever done? Um, a was, podcast with me. <laughs> oh, it's a valid point. <laughs> Second dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. Um, it was my first band. And Jason Chairman Levis, Rowe. if you're listening. Yeah, Jason Levis, if you're listening, this involves you. I don't know what I was 
thinking. I just was playing music and I was having fun and I was caught in the moment or whatever. And I walked up to the drums and I bit his cymbal. You know, why would you do that? I don't know. It's again, I led this with saying, what's the dumbest thing in my life I've ever done. And as I did that, he goes like, and he hits the cymbal. Oh man, that must've sucked. And, and when I think back on it, it should have shattered my teeth. It should have yeah. shattered my teeth, but you I think good, maybe uh, good teeth health. I think I saw him going for the symbol just at the last minute. And I backed away just enough that like it didn't completely shatter all my teeth. That, that's pretty dumb. You know, it, 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 and then afterwards similar... I was like, why would you hit, why would you hit the symbol dude? And he, I, I, he probably was he's playing his part. Well, he probably you know? wasn't paying attention. He probably, that's what he does. Typical Ryan Harris, try to blame somebody else for my dumb action. Well, at least really you're trying I, to blame a... somebody else. Talking about <laughs> dumb actions, let's talk about Sonny. I uh, love you, Sonny. And he was our guest two weeks ago. I, hey, theme of the podcast, let's shit talk our friends. Well, you know, sometimes our friends need to use their brains a little bit. Uh, when Some, it comes down to I just to told it, a story where I needed to use my brain a little bit. Well, yeah, like I said, my friends need to use their brains a little bit. Um, Got it. Follow you. So, uh, <laughs> I, you had given me... Um, when I got my new computer and I got a new hard drive, when we started with this podcast, you downloaded all of this stuff onto my hard drive. That was all this Warner Drive footage. And every couple of months, I'll, I go oh, into a rabbit footage, hole. A lot, yeah, yeah like, just like tours going all the way back to 2011. And every like couple of months, I'll start a new year and start looking at all the tours of that year. Well, yeah. I stumbled upon... You're welcome. Uh, You're welcome. Thank you. I, this stuff's amazing. I stumbled upon um, April and... August of 2017. And I noticed something that Sonny, and I remembered when I saw the video, I was like, oh God, yes, yeah, Sonny did that every night. We would play the song, uh-huh, right? And we would get to the guitar solo and it has all those jumps, you know, just like rhythmic jumps. In the solo, Sonny would come over to me every show. And I learned right away he was doing this so I didn't hit the cymbal like your dude did. But I would hit the right one and he would hit the left one with his head every time while playing bass, we'd hit those hits together, but he would bang yeah. his head into the cymbal and use his head to hit the cymbal during the guitar yeah. sale, solo of uh-huh. Probably, uh-huh. Every probably night cut your head open. Could probably cut your head probably open get, doing that. Probably giving some some fucking concussion. You're hitting your head against a piece of metal hard. Yeah. yeah? I love you, Sonny. Actually, that's kind of cool. If I was watching that, yeah. somebody do that, I'd be like, yeah, that's pretty cool. No, it looks great. I, it would make me play even with more energy than I already play with. Yeah. Can you do me a favor, buddy? Yeah. Say hi to the people. You know, you got a valid point there. Hello, Say people. Hi to the people. Hello to the people. Again, I forgot. And Ryan did too until now. He's just saving face by yeah. reminding me to say hello. Hello, yeah. hello, and hello. I, I hope everybody's well, doing Well, last okay. week, last week, we straight up didn't even, didn't even address people. Well, we didn't have anything to address in general, if I'm correct. We were uh, winging it. Off the cuff. But I wanted to talk to you about something that's driving me nuts out there. Okay. The pandemic is making people act fucking weird, dude. Like, no lie. Uh, dude, um, people are doing people weird are shit out there. More so than normal? More so than normal. I, and I think it's because, obviously, we're coming out of being, you know, in the hole for fucking, like, 18 months or whatever. Yeah. I'm at the Rite Aid yesterday, and for those of you who might be living in another country and doesn't know what Rite Aid is, it's basically a pharmacy. Pharmacy. Okay? 
uh, in, in Who doesn't England, know what Rite Aid is? Well, they don't have Rite Aid outside of America. You know, for example, in England or the UK, it would be Boots. Yeah. So I'm there yesterday, and uh, we, I'm waiting in line at the pharmacy to purchase some at-home test kits for COVID. My girl was having some symptoms. She came up negative, thank goodness. Um, mm -hmm. Twice, it's funny. Did we you went think out and that you the... gave it to her? No, you're not, not at all. You're not contagious anymore. I'm not contagious anymore. So no, I did not give it to my girlfriend. Had she gotten it, she got it from work or school or something. But she doesn't. And it's cool. And we bought that kit. She spent 20-something fucking bucks on it. And then she got home. She got the email from the test she took at her school the other day. And she's negative. Two negative tests yesterday. So the point of this is I'm standing in line. And there's this guy. He's dressed nice. He's got nice clothes on, brand new shoes. And I'm standing there. And he was already there when I rolled up. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, cool, no problem. It's going on, and I'm hearing what's going on. And what's going on is this guy's asking for a prescription they do not have. And the lady's being really cool about it. So Did then you know the longer I'm for? standing there, I don't know what he was asking for. But yeah. I suspect I know what he was asking for after I just hung out there for a few more minutes watching this unfold. This guy, as I take notice, is having trouble standing up and keeping his balance. And I'm like, oh, wait a second here. This guy's a fucking drug addict. This dude's on opiates, and he's trying to get opiates here at the drugstore. So then they keep telling him he doesn't have, they don't have it. At this point, he notices there's somebody standing. Well, that's what he said he did. He said he did, yeah. but they're saying we never got it. And the lady's being really cool. She's like, if you want to go give him a call or, you know, she knows what she's dealing with because the longer yeah. I watch, the more I see this guy swaying. I'm like, man, this guy's a fucking straight-up junkie. And you would have never thought because, you know, unfortunately, uh, we have a stereotypical vision of what a drug addict like that would look like. And this guy did not look like that at all. But his body language was telling me that. And at this point, he noticed there's somebody standing behind him. Nobody's standing behind me. I'm standing behind him six feet apart, of course, playing by the rules. He looks back at me, normal. He just kind of takes a glance back just to see who's standing behind him. Then he goes back, and the woman goes, October 10th is your birthday? He goes, no, September 10th. So that was like, I was like, oh, God, this guy's fucking trying to pull a real quick one. Like, he's trying to pull a quick one. But this is where shit got weird. I could see him getting upset with this woman that they weren't giving him the prescription. And I could yeah. see her trying to defuse. And this is where it freaked me out. Standing there, he already looked at me once. Second time, he looks at me. He looks at me with this real evil look. His head is down, for those of you listening. His head's down. He just turns his head slightly and glances at me out of the corner of his eye with his head down. Very fucking horror movie looking like. And at that moment, the hair on the back of my neck stands up. And I think to myself, okay, this guy's about to lose his fucking shit. And how do I know I'm not in one of those bad place or wrong place, wrong, wrong, place, time, wrong time situation? Time. You know, yeah. guy pulls out a gun, starts shooting people. I should Google it right now to see if anything happened there um, after I left. But at that moment, Hope when not. he looked at me that way, he looked back at the pharmacist. I nonchalantly, as unpanicked as I could be, turned around and went looking for my girlfriend. I can't find her where I had left her at. And then I look, and she's walking right towards that guy. And I call out her name. She comes, she gets me. We start walking towards the front door. As we're walking to the front door, the pharmacy's calling for backup in the front of the store, like, blah, 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 come back to the pharmacy right away, please. And then I'm standing yeah. there, and as this is happening, as I walked away, like, the call, guy like starts... calling co-workers co or calling the police? Co-workers. Well, yeah. I mean, they probably called the police, but that wouldn't be over right. the loudspeaker. 
Right. Yeah, As I, I would right. nonchalantly turned around and walked away, I heard the dude start screaming. And I'm like, oh, God, shit's getting bad. So I'm trying to walk around the store the long ways so I maybe the guy will leave. I can get back in line and get what it was I was there for. I get to the front of the store and the, the cash register woman, she says to me, she goes, what's going on back there? Um, and as she asked me that, this dude starts screaming and he's saying stuff at this point. And I don't know what it was because I was a bit startled. I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, "How? Do I? I just got to get the fuck out of here. I, and I just yeah, said right. to the woman, I said, the guy, they're not filling his prescription. And I walked out. And when I was walking out, this lady and her like three-year-old little boy were walking in. And I just said to the woman, I go, hey, listen, just so you know, there's some crazy guy in there right now, like kind of losing it. And she looked at me like I was the crazy one. At first, you want to say like, oh, L.A.'s getting seedy. L.A.'s going to shit. But it's like, it's not just, it's everywhere, buddy. You know? Well, I'm not saying it isn't everywhere. I just happen to live in Los Angeles. No, I'm I'm saying like at first you think like, (laughs) oh, well, L.A. is going to shit and I got to get out of there or whatever. All this crazy stuff's going on. But it's like, it's everywhere. You know, here's some, you know, um, some weight news. So as we talked about before. Some weight news? Weight news. Like in my weight, you know. Oh, your weight, your weight. My bad. My weight news. Um, So I, I, when I had the COVID over in the, in the Scotland, I lost six pounds during that week because I just couldn't eat. What's that? You've mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. I've gained back five of them, so I'm pretty stoked about that. That's good. I was I was hitting unhealthy weight. Like I was just like, dude. Did I you gain back five pounds? Did you gain back five pounds by eating by eating well though, or did you gain back five pounds because you're just like finally I have my appetite back? I'm gonna eat shit. Yeah, it was more like that. I got back to America, <laughs> and. Uh, well, here's the thing. Let's call let's call it how it is. And we talked about it before. Nuggy nugs. I fell off the wagon uh, yeah. off of my diet while on tour because it's hard to maintain it out there. It's okay. Uh, Happens. Yeah, but I, I I still need to get back on it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's the problem. But I well, don't know right because it's, I had lost so much weight that it had gotten to a point where it was like I couldn't really afford to lose six more pounds, and I did. So I, I've gotten back five of those six. So I'm okay. Yeah. With it. I'm yeah. still under 150. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I mean, dude, that's not. And you're how tall are you? You're like 5'11? 5'10. 5'10. 5'10. 150? Like, you don't have to worry about your weight. Yeah. 5'10, 149. One, 148, because I gained back five of those pounds. I need yeah. to get to one. I want to go to 153. That's, that's my, my comfort zone. I'll deal with 150. Maybe. 153, maybe you'll have an ass. That ain't ever going to happen. I've never had one, never going <laughs> to get never, one. Never had I one, never going to get one. No, dude, we don't need to do it. We don't need to no do it. No ass. <laughs> no ass there. No Straight ass. Straight up putting that, keeping that in Keep, there, buddy. I don't care. There's no ass. I didn't show balls. <laughs> <laughs> 155, yeah. you'll have a set of balls on you, too. Let's watch a funny road rage video. You have one for me, Ryan? Because I do. I'd love, I'd love to laugh. I found this video and I thought it was hilarious, and I don't know why. I'll just play it. I thought it was funny enough that I actually wrote out what they're saying. And whenever after the video, I want you to read the transcript of this video. As though this must be good if you took the. Let me just make this clear for anybody. Ryan Harris, who's a busy man. 
took extra time took to time. write out a transcript. This must be yes. funny. This must be funny. Let's hear it. Because I want to hear this video read by Johnny Yu as though it were a book. Okay, let's do it. It's for my, for my personal daily entertainment. That's amazing. I would like to explain why that's funny to me because <laughs> I'm not trying to be ignorant, but like obviously those gentlemen are bilingual and English is not their first language. But it made, the thing that struck me so funny. Where do you think they were is, from? Oh, they seem to be Indian, right? Well, they're Indian, but I, I like they sound like they're British. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But what was funny to me, I just I couldn't stop thinking that it has to exist that there are Americans in a foreign country speaking a second language that's not English. And they're butchering it just like that. So say you're in Germany and you're speaking, you're having like German road rage with, with, with another American speaking German. I don't know. Like I'm making it complex, but like that, that has to have happened, right? Yeah. Well, like, yeah, like two American guys yelling at each other in and then, German and, and then German see, road rage. And then you see a German guy in the background, like just laughing because they're not speaking German properly. Well, you think know about I mean? that. If you and I were, were yelling at each other in German, and it's not our first language. It would probably be hilarious to a German what's the Ger watching us. What's the German word for bloody banshoot? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What's bloody banshoot mean? Did you look that up? Banshoot. Actually, I didn't. What does banshoot mean? Oh, hang on. Johnny, please read what banshoot means. Banchud, wow. <laughs> Banchud, <laughs> a popular Hindi curse word meaning to fuck your sister. It's yeah. used very often in India, and most of the time when it's said, its literal connotation isn't taken seriously. Hey, I stole your chicken curry. You're such a fucking Banchud. <laughs> <laughs> if it comes from Urban Dictionary, it's got to be accurate, right? Okay, so do you have this transcript for me to read? Yeah, dude, read the transcript. The black text is the guy outside the car, and the red text okay. is the guy inside the car. And let me tell you, the guy inside the car won the argument. Yeah, definitely. Definitely seemed that way. This is an audition for you, okay? You're trying out for the role of one of these two gentlemen. But you want pays me to read really, it like a book. Pays really well. I want, you to, I want you to read it as dramatic as possible. Read it like a love novel. Yes, yes. Well put. Okay. Exactly. Here we go. You are fucking. You are fucking. You are fucking fucking, you bloody you fucking. Fuck you, booty, bastard bitch. You, you. Bloody fuck you, bloody. Fucking mother bloody fuck bitch. You, you. Fucking bloody bastard. Banchoed bloody. Banchoed you. You blastered. No. 
but it, why? Bloody no, bloody fucking. If accident, what you gonna do? Why you fuck me? I fuck you bloody, bloody bastard, fucking, running like a lady, eh? Bloody. What the fuck, man? Fucking. No shout at me, Inet. <laughs> they finally Was got to the in- point at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yo, you're not gonna fuck me, Inet. <laughs> is that is Annette his name? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, That's, maybe amazing. Should, maybe That's amazing. That's amazing stuff that there, one. though. That's amazing stuff because you know what? It just shows. It just shows that whenever you're pissed off, like you're just in a rage. Can I call you Blastered? Yeah, I like that. Is that the new? Is that going to be on the next one. Motley Crue record? It's a continuation of Bastard Blastered. That's it. That's a that's a deep track reference. But yeah, we'll go with it. I, I I don't care if you call me a bloody banshee though either. Bloody <laughs> fuck your sister. <laughs> Let's change the subject, dude. There's a video of Conor McGregor throwing out a Who's first. Who's Conor pitch. McGregor for those who don't know? Because until you explained that to me, I had no oh. idea who that guy was. He, well, he's a he's a UFC fighter, and he's quite popular. Um, but he threw out a first pitch. I don't know. This video is like, it's kind of like out there. A lot of people have talked about it. I'm not trying to act like this is original. I just thought it was funny. Look at this first pitch. For those who don't know, baseball has a tradition here in America. Somebody important or somebody famous or done something nice or special for the city. They'll have them come out and throw the very first pitch of the game. And it doesn't count. At a baseball Obviously, game. the game hasn't started. It's a baseball game. There's just a ceremony where this famous person or whoever that person is comes out and throws a pitch to the catcher of the baseball team while everybody looks. And in most cases, it doesn't end pretty. <laughs> well, sometimes it does, but this time it did yeah. not. And so the Chicago, I think it was the Chicago Cubs, had Conor McGregor come and throw the first pitch out. And this is a video that has been out there the past couple of days. He looks like he's about to burst out of his fucking suit, this guy. He's a monster. It's a tight suit. It's a tight suit. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's got an ass, unlike myself. Whoa, where the hell was he throwing that ball? He threw it into the stands. At least he had power behind it, right? Your first pitch. Tell me your thoughts. The most devastating first pitch ever seen in the iconic Wrigley Field. <laughs> so he doesn't care. <laughs> where is uh, Conor McGregor from? He's from Ireland. So they don't have baseball over there. I mean, yeah, they don't have baseball. So it's like he's, it'd be like you, it'd be like you going to Ireland and trying to play rugby, playing cricket or yes, you know, this is a sport that we don't don't have here, but this isn't his first bad throw. A couple of years back, they were at the super, he was at the Super Bowl. Do they do like a first pitch thing at the, at the Super Bowl? No, he was just goofing around. Watch this. You can already tell his trajectory is all fucked up. Give me uh, an idea what you think of his arm ability. Um, <laughs> the hell is he doing? See, is it is a shot put, dude? Is he doing a, a shot put? Is that what they call that thing where you fucking... Yeah. Shot put. Right? It looked like he yeah. threw a shot put. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. For such an athletic guy, he's got no athletic ability. <laughs> yeah, it just like like one sport doesn't translate to the other sometimes, you know? Do you have any other examples of, of uh, athletes throwing out the first pitch who didn't do so well? Let's check out some other bad first pitches. Oh, wow. Carly Ray Epson, who is she? Canadian pop star. She's a singer. Oh, Carl Lewis. Okay, no, he's so a athlete. track athlete. He's a, he's a, yeah, he's he, an athlete. He won an uh, Olympic gold medal. Gold medal. Oh. Oh, that's bad. 
That's bad. Well, I you don't know. expect a mayor. He's a mayor. Well, it'd be pretty impressive if the mayor could pull it off. What? Let me ask something, just because they're not Michael Jordan. Okay, Michael okay Jordan. so Michael he Jordan played? has a bad first pitch. Former baseball player. He played baseball. So why? The, played, this this yeah. is the first one. This is the first one that is surprising. And he's in Chicago. <laughs> Michael Jordan, he, he played he played baseball. He played baseball. Yeah. Yeah, well, in the minors, he never made it to the majors. They probably only took him because they knew Still. he would sell tickets. Yeah, you know, whatever. He was, he was in the Barack center Obama. field. Obama. So. Obama. He lives in a white house, has two first dogs. And throws them at the first row. So good. Sorry to anybody listening, but if you're watching, this is funny. Yeah. I don't know who this is. Nolan Ryan like, is, Nolan is, is a pitcher. He's like a famous, famous pitcher. One of the best. Yeah. And a little outside. Anymore. His hips seem to be pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, you, I guess you just lose it. Baba Booey. Baba Booey. Oh, he immediately, he's like. He seemed bummed. Oh, 50 Cent. Oh, God, that was real bad. <laughs> Got to flick that wrist, Fitty. All right, John, John Wall, Wall. He's a basketball player, right? He won the yeah. NBA dunk contest. He can dunk a ball, but he can't throw one. Through a grounder. Who's <laughs> this? Miss Texas. That's just cute. Miss Texas. Yeah, no she should cares. stick She's with Miss Texas because uh, she has a terrible, terrible throw. Do you, have any, do you have any celebrities that are good at throwing the first pitch? I didn't find any celebrities that are good, but I found a video of like the best first pitches. It's just like random people. Made me think. You take a guy like Michael Jordan, you take a guy like Nolan Ryan, professional athletes, you think they're at least Nolan going to... Nolan Ryan, just for the records, it said he was in the Baseball Hall of Fame, and he was Yeah, he's was a Hall of Fame pitcher. pitcher. He played to like he was 50 or some crazy Yeah, he's a Hall of Fame guy. pitcher, and he's on yeah. the list of the top 10 worst first pitches. That's funny. Oh, and not just on the list of the top 10, he's like number three of <laughs> the worst Yeah. Ever. It's fucking yeah. great. That's great. Right next to Obama and 50 Cent. But check out some of these good ones. It's a nun. Sister Mary Joe. Throws a heater. Wow, that wasn't a heater. That was a curveball. Jerry Seinfeld. I guess he's famous, but he's not an athlete. Not at all. But, you know, we seem to see a lot from the Mets. And all the other ones from the Mets were 50 Cent and stuff. They were bad. Yeah, Mets do it a lot. Oh, nice windup. Yeah, that's a strike. Oh, look at that. Very nice. He had a little run to that fastball. That's cool. Jay Seinfeld with a strike. Straight up strike. And the nun, and the nun with the curveball. The nun. She did the little bouncy no, 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 off the bicep no. It thing. wasn't a curveball. That was a sinker. Because it, it was straight. A curveball would have turned. It, would, it totally was a, a fucking sinker. That's crazy. Hey, getting back to the shit talking. Did you know that Conor McGregor... Last week or the week before at one of those award shows, tried VMAs. to punch Machine Gun Kelly. He didn't try to punch him. He threw a drink at him. Oh, he threw a drink at him. Whatever the case is. There was yeah. a problem. But apparently, 
from what you tell me, Machine Gun Kelly has a thing about talking shit to people. So I found it kind of yeah. interesting that we could, you know, tie that bad pitch from Conor McGregor right on into Machine Gun Kelly. The ma- by the way, ma- master segues. I think the shit talking is all planned. I think it's all planned and scripted. I think he's a smart dude that uses it for his own promotion because, like, a couple no such months thing back, as bad PR. right? A couple months back, he did that. He had that thing with Eminem where, like, they both put out diss songs. It helped them both. And then, like, a couple days ago, he was shit-talking Slipknot, I guess. His latest album, Corey Taylor, was supposed to write or help him write a song. Corey Taylor's in Slipknot. Yeah, Corey Taylor's singer of Slipknot. So the argument goes back and forth. Machine Gun Kelly's side of it, he said on Twitter that, like, the song was a piece of shit. He didn't want to use it. And on, the other, on Corey Taylor's end of it, he replied on Twitter again, Twitter trolling, saying... Well, what they were going for isn't really what I do, so I just like opted out. Hey, go find another guy. Corey Taylor ends. The, I guess he had the last word on Twitter by saying, "I hate artists who fail in one genre and decide to go rock." I think he knows who he is, but that's another story. So they're just shit talking back and forth. And then on Sunday, well, Machine Gun Kelly, about? who said who said was, what? There, we just says. And I think he knows who he is, so they, he didn't That's name Corey anybody Taylor. in so, particular. So just to educate me a little bit here, was Corey Taylor a rapper who went rock or a rock guy who went rap? Machine Gun Kelly is a rap guy who went rock on his latest album. He'll probably go back. He does all kinds of, he, he's kind of, he'll write a rock song one day and a rap song the next day. He's kind of that, that's who he is. So they're playing Riot Fest in Chicago a couple of days ago. And they're both on stage at the same time, different stages, Slipknot and Machine Gun Kelly. And Machine Gun Kelly says, hey, you all know what I'm really happy that I'm not doing? Being 50 years old, wearing a mask, wearing, wearing a weird mask on stage. That's a cool mask, made, though, that he had on. Yeah, Slipknot's awesome. But uh, How do you, you can't, I mean, like, it doesn't make sense, though, Ryan. Think about this. Machine Gun Kelly's ragging on a guy who's had a hell of a fucking career. And he's 50, right, yeah. right. You know what I mean? Right. Like he's fifty and he's and he's wearing a mask, but he was also doing that which, at, at twenty. That was their which shtick. All leads that's how me, they made money. It's it's no different than that that bright red suit he's wearing. What's the difference? Which all leads me to my point is that they're just doing it to promote. So I think Johnny, you, the next album we put out, we got to get a list of people to call out. We got to shit talk. Can we start by shit talking you? Well, no. I'm saying we gotta we gotta come together and we gotta call people out. We'll say it's better than freaking. So I, Keith I, I Urban, called, I, Keith, Keith Urban. I mean, how do you how do you rag on Keith Urban? That's what we do. We call out country artists, dude. Right, because we know nothing about. Because like we'll put a rock album out, and we'll be like, you know, we'll talk down on on country, even though I like a lot of it. You know, don't like a lot of it as well. Country is the most listened to music in America. Right. So you so so our so our promotional plan of shit talking, the current most popular genre. I think it could work. It's, you know what's funny, dude? Growing up in Philadelphia, country music wasn't a thing at all. Uh, we didn't even have a country radio station that I know of. For whatever reason, there's a, couple, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a couple of things in the Northeast that doesn't happen. We're not really into like college football, and we're not really into country music that I know of. But then again, I'm completely wrong, because then I see somebody like Keith Urban. They'll go, and they'll play at the Philadelphia Eagles Stadium, sell it out to 80,000 people. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah. 80,000 people? Who the fuck is this guy? I mean, Keith Urban, I, I've heard of, but I, I've heard it with dudes that I've never heard of before. And I'm like, wow, man, I'm just so out of touch with the country world. So, yeah, Keith Urban, I'll talk shit about Keith. Why not? Yeah. 
That was a long-winded way of just being like, dude, I agree with you. Well, why be that easy? I don't ever make things easy. I'm a real difficult man. <laughs> so what happened with him at the, uh, what happened with McGregor and uh, Machine Gun Kelly at the at this uh, VMAs or wherever they were at? Um, there's a video that I don't, I'm not going to pull it up, but it's just like, you can't really tell what's going on. Conor McGregor's wearing a pink suit and he throws a drink in the air and at, in his direction. And no, none of them have really said like what went down, but I guess the, the consensus from what I read on the Twitter trolls is that, um, Megan Kelly is a fan of Conor McGregor's and I guess they were messaging or one of them messaged the other or something like that. What's Machine Guns Kelly connection there? Megan Fox is his girlfriend. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Now I do. Do people care about this? Eh, we're just another two, two more, two more dummies promoting them. It works. See, it works. We're talking about it. Yeah, I mean, you don't look thrilled, don't but care. we're still talking about it. Well, I mean, really, I don't care. listen. I care what our our, our people who listen to our podcast. Uh, think, but you know, I'm going to talk about what we talked about. So whether they care or not, not really my problem. If you don't care, turn it off. Oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And no, I, I agree with that. You either with us or you're against us. Make your decision. You decide your choice. You know what I think I might buy that's a little bit pricey? Sam Adams has a beer that's illegal. 15 states. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, Why dude. is this? Okay, so most beer is what, like 5% ABV? What's ABV? What's alcohol? alcohol, alcohol by, by volume? Something like that. By volume? Yeah. So like 5%. Like you get some of those Christmas ales, they're like 10, 11%. And you proceed with caution, you know. Sam Adams has a beer that you can get October 11th, illegal in 15 states, that's 28% ABV. Yeah. And it's normally five. Let me ask you something. What's, say, what's a vodka? Like, I want to try to put this in perspective. What's a, what's a what? Va- vodka. What's the alcohol per volume with a, a, a vodka? Uh, so wine's like 12, 12% ABV. Uh, vodka, they do proof in vodka. How does proof translate to ABV? So like 90 proof, what would 90 proof be in alcohol by volume? 90 proof in ABV. ABV. Uh, that's 45%. 45. Okay. So it's like. It's almost to vodka status. Right. What about hard seltzer? But here's the thing. You don't drink a glass of vodka. Well, usually. Let, let's just do a regular Sam Adams beer. Sam Adams. Uh, it's going to be like five or six. Oktoberfest ABV. Let's see what that is. It's what five is or the six. ABV of, of five or six? Uh, it's 5.3. Okay. So 28% ABV. Is that a dark beer, this 28%? From what I read, it, here, let me show you, buddy. Sam Adams' new beer is illegal in 15 states. It oh, almost looks, it looks, yeah, like it almost bottle. looks more of, more of like a liquor bottle, but it's beer. 
Like a so, liquor bottle, like a, a cognac bottle, like an, an after Yeah, dinner. like a liqueur. Or, yeah. yeah. And that's what it's described as being more like. The brewers at Sam Adams are raising glass to a highly anticipated release October 11th. They describe it here somewhere. 28% alcohol by volume. Um, the, the percentage was almost six times what the National Institute of Health considers to be a standard in a regular 12-ounce beer, which is 5% ABV, and more yeah. than double the percentage of a typical five-ounce glass of wine, 12%. Yeah. So once again, proceed with caution. It's illegal in Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Idaho, Missouri, Mississippi, Montana, North Carolina, New Hampshire, Oklahoma, Oregon, South Carolina, Vermont, Utah, and West Virginia. It says Utopia, that's the name of it, Utopia is unlike pretty much any other beer in the market. It's not, carb it's not carbonated because alcohol levels would devour any CO2. It tastes, it tastes as akin of a fine liquor with sweetness like a port or cognac and a smooth, almost buttery, malt-filled finish. So, like, yeah, like you said, it's kind of like a cognac. Interesting. I want to try it, but it's 250 bucks. Can I take like, can I take like podcast money out to get, yeah. buy that bottle and then like make it a, make it a business expense of some sort? Absolutely. You got to just right, ship cool. me some of that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get, Somehow. I'll get you some too. You can get one too. It's fine. Let's wrap this episode up. What do you say? Okay. What do we got here? Say the first thing that comes to your mind. Let's do it. Yeah. I like it. All right. Um, I, I think, you know, the game, we're going to throw some fast questions at each other. We got to answer them. So, Ryan, what would you say your worst road rage incident is go? I can honestly say I've never had one. Interesting. I've been mad behind the wheel. Everybody gets irritated. And so, you know what helped me, dude? I'll tell you, this is actually God's honest truth. I was having road rage one time, and this car was, like, going slow or something. I don't know, whatever. And I, like, passed them. I was like, get off. You know, I didn't say anything, but I was just, like, I was thinking, like, this is annoying. And I looked over, and it was, like, an old lady I had two thoughts. One, that's someone's mom. And then I thought if somebody passed my mom in a car and was aggressive towards my mom, I would want to kill that person naturally. And I thought that's someone's mom. And that sank in with me from that point on. I, I, I don't get road rage. You're a better man than me. Let me just say that yeah. I hate using the horn because I feel like the horn is just like sending as much bad energy into the universe at one time as possible. Yeah. And then I'll just fucking find myself just being like patient behind somebody who's just driving like a fucking straight up dick. It's like, come on, go. And then eventually I'll lose my shit and I'll fucking lay on the horn. And then I'll get done laying on the horn and be like, God damn it, it got me. Speaking of rage, Johnny, what's worse? Your road rage, your parking rage, or your when ordering takeout food goes wrong rage? Wow. That's a tough one. It's a loaded question. I came in with the heat. It is a loaded question. You came in with the heater, speaking of baseball. I, God, if I had, they're all different because like road rage can be contributed by me being hungry, which would be food rage. But if I had to give the winner to anything, and what's, what's, what's wrong with this is it's usually my own fault. But I'd have to say ordering takeout rage is probably the worst for me. It's so hard to fuck up my food, but they fuck it up all the time. Why is it hard? I'll give you an example. If I order a hamburger, it's real simple. Patty, bun, nothing else. Why does this have cheese on it? Did I say fucking cheese? I didn't say cheese. Just make it plain. Nothing in it. You don't need to add anything to my shit. So if I get home and it's fucked up, 
I get so pissed because I'm hungry, which causes the road rage and the parking rage. But on top of that, I get pissed off at the stupidity of others more than anything. People's stupidity makes me more angry than anything. So food rage would be my worst. But the problem is when the food rage happens, the stupidity usually sits on my shoulders because the jackass that I am forgot to check it because I had You faith. do realize this is, this is quick response answer. Okay. The answer, to make it quick, is order rage because of the stupidity. The stupidity usually lies on me because I don't check the food for whatever reason when I usually do, and whenever I don't check it, it's fucking wrong. So the that's stupidity lies on me. That's, that's why it's worse. Lies, it is. It lies on me, but we're not going to excuse the stupidity of the asshole who made the food fucked up because they didn't understand how to make it plain to begin with. Can I talk to you about how annoyed I get when people give me shit for ordering pizza with no shit? No shit. Ordering pizza with no cheese? I just really wish that I could uh, go back in time and not ask you that question. Why? It's a good question. Good Moving answer. Um, Ryan, you've played some sports in your time, some USC <laughs> in your day. Besides rolling around half naked with men, would you throw a good pitch or a bad pitch? Go. Oh, I'd throw a good pitch. I played baseball when I was younger. I played baseball too. I would do exactly what Jerry Seinfeld did, where he did the like over dramatic wind up too. You know. Oh, well, it, it was good form. That was good form. Yeah, was, but he, he just, yeah, exactly. He had the like, probably the, why his know, pitch lifted, worked out lifted well. Lifted the leg up. And, yeah, there's technique to throwing a pitch. If you notice, none of the others did. Flick what that he wrist. Mm -hmm. a little flick of the wrist. All right, buddy. Question back at you. You don't strike me as a major league pitcher. Would you be willing to make a bet that I could throw a better first pitch than you? Loser has to start an OnlyFans. Yeah, I make that bet because you know what? I don't look like a major league pitcher, but I think I'd be a great pitcher. I have no athletic ability at all, but I think I could throw a ball better than you. Well, you saw a lot of those people that didn't have athletic ability through the better first pitches than the people that do have athletic ability. So That's this right. is an well, age-old no, battle here. But... We've had this, speaking of age-old battles, like I've told you before, I am an athlete. I play the drums. When you lose that bet, what will <laughs> your OnlyFans screen name be? Go. Because you're going to lose the bet. And when you lose that bet, and we'll document this and bring it to the pot. It should be baseball-related, right? It should be like Derek Peter. And Derek Peter's a good That's one. That's kind of stupid. Colin Ryan. <laughs> Colin Ryan. <laughs> I mean, if, if, you wanted to, if you wanted to just get with any athletic person with a cool name, there's Dick Trickle. Oh, he's a NASCAR guy, huh? Yeah, I hate NASCAR, but maybe I'll go with Dick Trickle if, for God forbid, I should Dick. lose this, hypothetically speaking. Dick Trickle. Seriously, dude? Dick Trickle. Is that his real name? That's his real name. What was his parents thinking? And know. is his name Richard? Couldn't he well, go by Richard it, yeah, Trickle? Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably Richard. Well, how, Dude, side note. We're all over the board today. It's all right. How did Dick come from Richard? How did Richard become Dick? Somebody once explained that to me. Well, I'm going to Google it yeah. because there is an explanation for that. How did Richard become... While you're Googling that, I'm going to ask you my last question, question of the day. Johnny, can I call you Banchude? Yeah, man. I, you can call me Fuck Your Sister. I'm down. Or Blastered. I like Blastered better. I like Blastered Dick. Okay. Better. okay, this is how it happened, Ryan Harris. Dick was cho chosen simply by rhyming names and nicknames that were popular at the time and rhymed it with Rick. Another nickname for Richard 
we still use today. We might never be able to shake the word's association with malanatomy, but it was used as a nickname for Richard Long before it became slang for that. It'd be like James's Jim, so you call him Tim. That's the thought process behind it, I guess. Huh. Or, or, or um, my full name's Jonathan. It goes to Johnny, and you can call me Yanni. Famous curly-haired musician, fellow, fellow he plays a, plays a curly, horn, right? Fellow curly, curly-haired, fellow curly-haired fellow. Yeah, your tongue's yeah. fucking with you today, huh? Yeah, I'm having a tough day. I'm having a tough day, dude. It's it's a a slow burn today. Slow burn's cool. I like the joints. Oh! Hi, Mrs. Harris. (laughs) Hey, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks again for joining us here on the Whatever Buddy Podcast. Another Ryan and Episode 21. Episode 21. We've come a long ways, man. Dude, no um, guest, no problem. Get out of here. Get no, out of here. No guest, no problem. But before you get out of here, make sure if you are watching that YouTube, you subscribe. Or if you're listening on the Apple Podcast, you should subscribe. Leave a comment, good or bad. We love you either way. But until next time, Dude. we will see you next week. And hopefully we'll have a guest. And if we don't, we'll be here by ourselves looking pretty as usual. I, I dare you to send a bad comment. I dare you. I don't see you next time. I'll, I'll, I'll accept it. See you next time. Have a great day.